Welcome to the Money Morning Podcast. Today, I have an excellent interview with Paul Hislop of Zuno. Zuno has a micro-killing sanitizer, which has been proven to be effective against the coronavirus. Zuno is an ASX-listed, New Zealand-based company, and I hope you enjoy the chat. Paul, I was hoping just at the start here, you could tell us a bit more about what Zuno does and okay. update us on some exciting news out of the US recently for your business. Okay, so Zuno is a company that specializes in one technology. It's long-lasting antimicrobial protection. Where we are different to other companies is, like a lot of other companies around the world, they make sanitizers and hand sanitizers and surface products that are based on alcohol or they're based on other chemicals that are fairly harsh. Our product is designed to kill bacteria and viruses and bond to the surface, whether the surface be skin, where we claim 24 hours, whether it be hard surfaces, where we claim 30 days, or textiles, where we claim 50 washes. And we protect the surface from reinfection, thus preventing cross-contamination. So if Zuno is on a surface, a bacteria or a virus pathogen cannot survive there. So that's our sole technology, and we apply it in all sorts of different industries now. Well, Paul, I, I was just wondering, um, could you tell us a bit more about how the validation and testing prog progress uh, occurred for your company over the last six months? And I okay. guess I was hoping you could tell us a bit more about how regulatory mechanisms play into your overall business okay. model. Sure. Well, the validation and the testing has taken 14 years. It doesn't take six months. So luckily, by the time... COVID hit, we were well and truly, um, we had regulatory approvals globally, we had testing globally, and we'd already conducted successful testing against the coronavirus family, in particular, the big daddy virus, which is the vaccinia virus. So regulatory, every country has different regulatory requirements, TGA, FDA, European standards, UK standards, China, nobody recognizes anybody else's standards. So it really takes a long time to get into the markets. And that is a huge barrier to entry for other products that are bringing in a new technology. So um, the regulatory environment globally, generally for healthcare, you've got to hit a certain kill rate against some nominated pathogens within a time frame. So our product achieves all the time frames. There is no longevity time frames in regulatory environments. So it just has to be an instant kill. They're not interested if it's still killing after 30 days or 10 days or five days. They're only interested in what happens instantly. So gradually we've come along and some of the regulations around the world, I think we've been a bit instrumental in having them rewritten. So we're at the forefront. I think the only country in the world now that we can't legally sell our product is Brazil. Okay. And, we're, and we're about two weeks away from approvals in Brazil. So um, it's, a, it's a huge job 
getting the regulatory requirements everywhere. And we're not a Johnson & Johnson or a Pfizer. We didn't have endless financial resources and compliance people all around the world. We had to do it ourselves. So we got there, and when the pandemic hit, we were, we, we were able to ramp up and sell and make the claims really quickly. Well, one of the things I noticed about your business is that you've started to develop some major partnerships. I believe you've got Microsoft on board, the yeah. uh, the London Overground, sorry, the London Underground, and Qantas. I was just wondering if you could speak speak a bit more about how you develop those partnerships, and I guess what kind of partnerships you're looking for going forward. Well, in fact, in all situations, they came to us. They found out about our technology. Like, just to give you Microsoft, for instance, they bought some product online earlier on in this year. They went away and they tested it independently up to 30 days. Then we got really good results, and then they rang us and said, hey, guys, you're now a supplier to Microsoft. We want to roll your product into our first building, which is 15 million square feet, but there's another 56 um, buildings on that campus. And after we've done that, we want to do it globally all around the world. So that's sort of how it happens, really. And, um, and look, we've picked up some great names in the last few months. We're on, we're on every train in the UK now, above the ground or below the ground. We're on the French metro as well. United Airlines, Qantas, obviously, Cafe Pacific, Korean Airlines. Um, we're in some of the UK airports now. We're about to go into all the French airports. Um, so we're really picking up some good business at the moment. As the pandemic, um, as lockdowns start to ease, we get busier because people go back to work. They go out to restaurants again, they go into shopping centres again, they go into airports again. So there's a requirement for our product. Well, I think that's very interesting you said that because although the vaccine is being rolled out as we speak, uh, vigilance will be important going forward. And I guess a lot of commercial real estate would love to have a product that gives them some peace of mind. So. One of, the, one of the things I wanted to ask you was, I'm, I'm aware that Zuno products are effective against not just coronavirus, but a range of other microbes. So I was wondering if you could tell me a bit more about what other microbes it's effective against, and maybe as a final question, how you see Zuno evolving in the near future and the mid to long future. Okay, so the other pathogens that we test against, and just to let you know, we've never failed against a pathogen. It, we've always worked in, but a lot of it is to do with our killing mechanism, which is a physical kill. It's a process called lysis, which is cell disruption. So we puncture the cell and the cell implodes on itself. But we were also very effective against staph, against E. coli, pseudonymus, um, the, the other viruses, norovirus, um, coronavirus, obviously, COVID-19. Um, so we, we, we test against all these pathogens and the bacterias, the viruses, the, the molds, the algae and the fungi. So we 
test against all those things and we're effective against all of them. And we normally test to what's called EM standards, which are European globally accepted standards. So um, basically we have not come up against a pathogen or a virus yet that we haven't been able to kill or inactivate. So, um, yeah. Wow. I mean, the fact that it's so effective, I, I guess one question I have as a follow-up to that is how did the technology originate? And I guess what was the, the, the path, pathway or timeline um, in the earlier stages of your business that eventually led to this current, current uh, I guess, prominent position in, in the world? Okay, so our core ingredients are what's known as quaternary ammonium compounds. And quaternary ammonium compounds were invented by the Germans back in the 20s and 30s. But we, um, we um, use a combination of silane-based quaternary ammonium compounds quaternary ammonium compounds, and some other ingredients as well. So, so it, our formulation is very much a combo. So I never invented the technology. What I've done is I've evolved it, okay? So um, we've taken it from perhaps a second or third generation product to perhaps a 13th or 14th generation product as it is now, and the evolution continues. And we're doing a whole lot of new formulations at the moment that we'll be launching probably next year that will involve nasal sprays, ear products, um, wound treatments. Once again, because our product's water-based, it can go on places that a lot of other products can't go because because they sting the skin or they're harmful or they, they mask the issue only they don't actually fix the problem, whereas our product fixes the problem. So new product development is a is is very important in the company. Where we're going in the future is businesses and people globally and staff are far more hygiene conscious than they were a couple of years ago. So people are demanding that businesses and and public spaces have a level of protection and our product is different to other products because it has longevity. So you don't have to apply it all day, every day like other products. Yeah, well, one thing that the pandemic certainly highlighted was that need for hygiene. And I think the world has sort of woken up to this, this, uh, this requirement of, of our public places that they be hygienic. Um, sure. I remember not too long ago, maybe about a year and a half ago, commuting to work, people are jam-packed into a tram, and that's certainly changed. And not that I really enjoyed that commute, um, but it would be nice if we could have a certain level of comfort and safety on those public transport routes. Um, and it would be very interesting to see how your product plays a role in, I guess, the return to normalcy that, that we all want and, and, I guess, ultimately need. Yeah, and, and look, um, we're not the whole solution, but we're certainly part of the solution. So, look, um, we're excited about our future. We're working hard. We're the businesses are growing all the time. So we're we're bringing in big names into the business now because, uh, um, um, for instance, the Amazon offices globally they have three hundred and twenty-one global locations. 
where they have staff and officers. We treat 320 of those officers. The only one we can't get to is Brazil. And, and I believe you mentioned uh, the regulatory scene could change for you there in the, the near future. Yeah, look, our application's in. We've, we've submitted a label. It's compliant. We're just waiting for the stamp. Well, that's great to hear because Brazil is in a bit of a tricky spot at the moment. And, uh, and we, we'd, all, we'd all like to see, I guess, uh, new solutions to uh, the problems over there. So, sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I wish your company all the best in your endeavors. And uh, you. I, I really enjoyed this chat um, because a lot of people, they might forget that hygiene plays such an important role. And it's not just the vaccine as a cure-all. There needs to be vigilance on top of that. Well, the, the hygiene issue, you know, like women with children have always understood it. And nurses, obviously, have always understood it as well. Men have never understood it. So um, it's, it's a new thing, particularly... For me and I believe, okay. Well, that's an interesting uh, sort of gendered look at uh, the the yeah. dynamics. But I'm a bit of a slob myself, so uh, I, I I will be upping my my game in the near future. And I I uh, I think well, for example, my mother's a, a physician, and and uh, she she's very much on top of this. But I guess my dad and myself are a bit uh, lackluster in our approach oh, well. to the the matter. So. Um, pack your ideas up. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for that, Paul. I really enjoyed thank this you. chat and uh, I wish your company all the best going forward. And, uh, and yeah, have a great day, Paul. You too. Thank you very much. Bye. Well, there's a great chat with Paul Hislop of Zuno. They have some large partnerships in place and is definitely a company to watch in the future. Now, if you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe, comment or get in touch. It would be great to hear from you.